Oh, hi. I'm Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 47. How do I keep track of, of the count? I don't know, but I'm good at counting. So appreciate it, okay? Thanks. I just started off on the wrong foot, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's, let's move past this. I didn't mean to yell at you. Um, for those of you listening on iTunes or Spotify, I'm actually live on YouTube right now. Uh, you could follow Sadwater if you go to youtube.com forward slash Sadwater. How was that available? I don't know, but it was. And uh, so I got I got two people listening, watching, I mean, on YouTube right now. They're watch, It's their own private Sadcast. So if you want to get in on this next week, you should pay attention to my stories and... YouTube and pretty much everything and and everything I tell you to do you just got to do it don't question it because that's a that's what true leaders ask from their people by the way guys opening sadcast rant not much has been going on for the past week except for the fact that pride month is gay <laughs> it's pride month things used to be things like this used to be a weekend there were some gay parades, and that's it. Until we moved into the era of woke capitalism. Do you know what that is? It means that rather than learning s- these sort of things from your Marxist college professor in a contained environment, that whole religion, basically, it's a religion, has been has been last the last eight years it's been leaking slowly and then rapidly into the mainstream and then we've had all these corporations basically jump on the woke bandwagon and 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 a lot of people on the right will say you know what they're only hurting themselves but you know what for now it's working and they're making a ton of money because people buy into it no one ever asks where were these companies before it was cool to be gay, when when gay people really had a rough time out there, where were the where was Chase Bank? And by the way, who cares about what Chase Bank has to say about Pride Month? Again, a month. I mean, I even think Black Black History Month is a little bit of an overkill, and I think a lot of Black people would agree with me because we just got to move past these sort of things, and and I think that's how people can really come together. But but there's one thing that <laughs> you can't you can't compare the perils of of slavery and 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 Jim Crow and all of, and 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 really what black people had to overcome to um, being gay because yes the gay pe- gay people have had a hard time but um, you I don't think you can compare it in the oppression Olympics with with what black people have had to go through and they're still going through but whatever i think that as a society because we live in one we should move past this mentality this victimhood mentality where where it's woe is me whoever has it the worst is the wokest whoever has whoever's oppressed the most is the king of oppression and we should bow down to them by the way um let me just let me just apologize before I move any any you know more with this because I am a white male. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I am white and I'm a male. 
and my pronouns are he, her. I mean, no, don't delete that from your memory. It's he, him. And, uh, oh, and then also, uh, I mean, people are, are now doing they, them, and whatever. I know that's not something new. It's been going around for the past five years or so, but they're just destroying the English language. Nothing is sacred to them. They want to destroy traditionalism. And that's kind of my whole gripe with the gay pride thing the whole month. It's it's not gay pride. It's the corporatization of gay pride. It's it's how Chase Bank and Virgin Atlantic thinks we care what they have to say about gay pride. And they're all teaching us because, you know, we got to we got to repent for our sins, for our th- for our, um, you know, past thought crimes. Not thought like T-H-O-T, but thought as in thought police from 1984. <laughs> By the way, um, my only note for for this, because I, I write notes on my, pod, on my iPad, and um, I still have the notes from last week about outrage culture and all that. <laughs> I didn't write any notes this week, so I'm winging it. It's it, this has been on my mind, so so you know, and I've taken some screenshots of things. But my only notes for this week's podcast is Pride Month is gay, and I think that's what I'm going to name this episode because it is. Um, something, by the way, something I've been starting to notice, <laughs> I've I've been noticing with this whole thing is they're kind of easing in children into this these sort of things. So a lot of public libraries are getting drag queen story hour or whatever. And they're exposing their kids to drag queens. Weird. And then they're also doing, um, well, Snapchat this week because of Pride. Sna- I have a thing. Snapchat celebrates Pride Month with pedophilia filter. Love has no age. So it says, so this this filter, it says love has no gender. Love has no religion. Love has no this, this, whatever. All these slogans, by the way, do not make any sense. But they sound nice. Like, my body, my choice. That's something I was talking about last week. But love has no age is within this filter. And a lot of people on the right have been calling out Snapchat that they're encouraging pedophilia and they're normalizing it. And a lot of these things, like the drag queen story hour and that kid, that Desmond is amazing kid who's nine years old and, and his parents are dressing him in drag. By the way, there's some creepy videos, if you want to check that out, where the kid seems like he's on drugs. Um, and... I don't want to put anything out there that's untrue, but weird things are going on, and that's all I'm going to say. But Snapchat, so Snapchat did Love Has No Age, and um, I think today they took that down because of the outcry. And I'm not for banning things, but when they do such blatantly weird things as that, there's a problem. Salon Magazine uh, a few years ago had a, a guest writer who who published ins- they they've now since deleted all those articles but they had a a, a pedophile write articles in Salon magazine and uh how how he was saying that he doesn't act on his his um wants and needs <laughs> and that he, you know he and he babysits kids <laughs> but the problem with this besides them hiring a pedophile is that they are normalizing this and it's slow, like they're doing it slowly, and they're easing people into it. And I don't know why. I don't know why this is happening. And I don't know why this is woke. It's woke for people to think that that sort of stuff is okay. So I've seen people take their 
two-year-olds or three-year-olds to pride parades. And I don't know if you've seen footage of pride parades. Look, I have nothing against gay people. But gay culture, when it was more underground, it was punk rock. It wasn't about traditional values. It, like they, wanted, they didn't want anything to do with that. But I think that w- since it's been politicized and since like let's – I think the de- it's almost like the Democratic Party is like, oh, they are ours. The gay people, they, we own them now. They've politicized the whole movement. And then they've been pushing things to – I'm not saying it's bad to normalize things. There's one thing where, okay, as a society, we're not hating gay people. I'm all for that. I'm totally for that. Because people are, you know, wired that way. They're born that way. I hate that. Born that way. But it's true. But when you start really putting it in the mainstream, and it's they're forcing it into the mainstream, whether you like it or not, um, you're actually killing real gay culture. Real gay culture is supposed to be underground. It's supposed to be grimy and dirty and weird and punk rock. But they're they're nor- they're they're making it so you know how people will say uh, you're such a normie you're a normie you're such a normie well they're doing that to the gay culture to the gay movement um and like i like i've said before i don't think there's such thing as a gay community like i don't think that there's such thing as a jewish community i don't subscribe to a jewish community or a white community or a black community um there's just let's just say we're american so I think that there are people within the gay movement that are, that that are re- looking at this in disgust. And by the way, it's true because I, d- I mean, I a lot I know a lot of Sadwater followers are gay, and because kids are more open about these sort of things. But a lot of you, I just think, are confused and uh, aren't really gay. But y- you know, your your brain's not fully developed. You're still trying to figure things out, and that's totally fine. But for now, you think you're gay, and. Uh, I posted, and I'm gonna. J- I'll just show people on the live stream the four people there. Thanks, guys. Um, all the logos of the gay companies, or gay companies of the companies that change their um, their avatars to their logo with the gay flag in the background, because we all must conform. And I said, "Do you like when companies do this?" Seventy-two percent of you guys said no. I had over a thousand votes. Seventy-two percent of you said no. 28% said yes, that you like when companies do this. But I got a ton of DMs after that from people saying, you switched where the no and the yes is, so they actually meant to vote no. They don't like this. So I would, it's safe to say 15% say yes and 85% say no, they don't like that. And the reason being is because when companies do this, and I've spoken about this before, woke capitalism, it's corporations trying to force feed a, an agenda an ide- an, and an ideology Rather than sell you a product and make a good product and sell you a product, they're trying to force an agenda on you. And they're trying to teach you. Like I said before, colleges were teaching you these sort of things, but now it's seeped into uh, actual society and culture. And it's weird when corporations do it. And um, and it's disingenuous, and I, I don't think that... I think they're doing it to make money. And I'm all about making money, and I'm all for, all for capitalism. But when you're trying to have a voice in society and trying to sway things a certain way rather than just sell you something that's good because and, and rather than you buying that product because you like that product, they're selling you ideology also. And what they don't see coming is that 
Gen Z, which is a lot of you are Gen Z, don't buy into this BS. I mean, the poll I put, it's not scientific, but I know that most of the, my followers are under 34. And, and, and this stuff is not going to work in three or four years when you guys are going to be the main consumers they're going to try to capture. And I've had people, so I've, I don't know if I've told you guys, but in the past six months or so, I've been kind of talking to a company Coca-Cola owns where they help small beverage companies grow and then eventually they'll buy you. And uh, so I've had some people hit me up and be and, and be like, yo, you shouldn't say the, the, the things that you're saying because, you know, you won't get a Coca-Cola deal or you won't get a celebrity deal. I've been talking to another celebrity also. And I said, listen, yeah, I maybe I won't get one now and I don't care because the reason why I started Sadwater and a lot of people ask and I always talk about this too is because I am sick of woke corporate culture. I am sick of disingenuous marketing. It doesn't work with me and it's not working with the younger people. So when all these companies realize this in 3 years, they're going to they're going to have to do a really quick pivot. Because millennials buy into this stuff. I'm a millennial, but I don't. But most millennials want to feel special. Gen Z, they know they're not special. They know they have to do something, they have to accomplish something to be special. Now back to the gay thing, you're not special for being gay. You're just gay. <laughs> and that's not that's not a bad thing. To be special, you have to make cool things you have to be interesting you have to have a cool craft or, or accomplish something or be interesting but but your sexuality will not make you interesting and and that's what millennials don't understand millennials think that the woker they are the more they virtue signal the more they pretend like they they, they the more they know the bare minimum of a topic like global warming or something they look at a meme of ice caps melting whether it's true or not doesn't matter. But the fact that they care, that's all that matters. They care. And they have to tell you, they have to show you that they care. But in reality, none of this matters. Because Gen Z is the real woke woke uh, generation. They know that uh, that's all BS. And they know, that when, they know when they're being pandered to. And I don't do that. And you don't have to believe everything I believe. You can say, F you, Sadwater, that's all BS. And I'll be like, awesome, you're thinking for yourself. That is what my goal. I don't want you to be believe everything I believe. When I have conversations with people, uh, it's the most boring. The most boring types of conversations for me are when I talk to people that fully agree with me and don't challenge me on my beliefs or on on my ideology. Um, and 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 that's how I I sharpen my skills of 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 debating, and and that's how I stay interested in things. Um, and uh, yeah. So back to what I was saying with the gay pride parade stuff. They, they're taking kids to this stuff now. You, what you're doing is you're basically t telling your kids Santa doesn't exist. What do I mean by that? Well, um, kids up until they're like 11 should, should believe Santa exists. They shouldn't know about racism or sexism or homophobia or transphobia or all these phobias. They shouldn't know about these things. When you're a kid... Santa exists, bad guys aren't real, and um, woke culture won't get into my brain until people start trying to brainwash me when I'm in high school. When, or Actually, they're doing it sooner, and which is sad. So it's not just taking kids to gay pride parades. It's, it's teachers in, in, in kindergarten. Start, they're starting to talk about these things. It's like, give kids a childhood. 
stop sexualizing kids, give kids a childhood, let them be happy, let them not worry about these things because they're going to have their whole life to worry about these things. And it's sad that they're trying to corrupt kids. I'm not saying that gay culture is a corruption, but you're you're stealing their chi- their their childhoods. Let them be happy. There's enough time to be miserable later on. Another thing I pulled up um is from I it's like this sort of it's a tweet I found and it's kind of like a company that's like the onion. So they posted a gay Budweiser cup, gay Gap, gay YouTube, gay Nike flip-flops, gay Disney ears, gay Amazon music, gay polo logo. And the headline is major corporations bravely come out in support of an of incredibly popular socially acceptable movement. That's what I was saying before is it's it's convenient for them to be for gay culture and for all these things. And uh you know where were they in the in the early 2000s in the 90s and the 80s? Oh man, in the 80s when gay people had to battle AIDS, when a ton of gay people had to deal with AIDS and they were dropping like flies and no one knew what the hell was going on. No, 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 they weren't there for that. But now Bank of America cares and they're going to tweet about it for a whole month. Besides it being really disingenuous, it is I can't imagine anyone looking at those kinds of tweets and saying, "Oh man, we we um thank you so much Bank of America because, you know, I don't bank with you, but I'm glad you're with me." There was um this kind of brings to mind where there's uh all these banks by the way and bankers like the, the people who really control the world, um they hate traditionalism. They hate anything that is when when th- what you don't understand is that when there are strong family structures and when people and I I rant about this all the time but when people can 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 understand art beauty like beautiful art and know that there's objective beauty it it's really hard to corrupt those people because they won't buy into the bs of modern art movements or or the modern architecture stuff and they can buy into the the corporatization of movements like the gay movement they can they can buy into all that stuff and corporations love when you're docile and dumb and uh and happy like happy but it's almost like a tranquilized happy happiness you've been tranked (laughs) and they don't want you to be real woke they want you to be fake woke um what I was going to say is that H, I think the bank was HSBC. I, back in around 2011 or 2012, they were under fire because they were helping cartels. And this is based off of my memory, which can be totally wrong, and you should look this up. But it was something along the lines of banks. The, the HSBC bank in Europe was helping cartels launder money, billions of dollars. Um, It's just funny that they can do these things. And then, uh, but people look the other way if they tweet, if they change their logo to the gay flag logo. Or or, or kind of like how Disney is now saying that they're not going to film in Georgia because of the abortion ban. But uh, Disney just filmed something, or Latin in Malaysia, or in, in or something, no, no, they filmed like one of their pirate movies or something in, in Malaysia. And then Aladdin was filmed in Jordan and in Egypt. These are countries where you're, not only not allowed to have abortions, but you're also not allowed to be gay. So uh, they're going to virtue signal and say, we're not filming in Georgia. But then 
when you when you hear that and you're like, oh, thanks, thanks Disney, thanks for believing what I believe. Um, they're gonna go film in worse places, <laughs> so uh, don't believe any of these things. And 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 I would be very weary and 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 I would question anything that comes out of these sort of corporations. Um, all right, so so for the poll of the gay logos. Someone said uh, they 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 said no, and then they DM'd me and said no because a lot of the time, uh, companies use pride as a source of income, which is terrible. I'm fine with making money, but I I understand what you're saying. And then this person said they start making pride products and such, so people buy them. <laughs> yeah. And then let me see. I think I got other DMs. Oh, um, back to the Snapchat snapchat filter thing made by jim bob who's someone i collaborated with really good account he posted literally like 30 minutes ago an article that says pushing pedophilia snapchat installs love has no age filter i mean this is a this is a real thing a tech company has made a disturbing statement during the left-centric pride month for snapchat the lgbtq they keep adding letters might also include pedophiles in the in the campaign for love has no labels held by Snapchat. One of the options was Love Has No Age filter. While this filter appears to be defunct as of June 3rd, which is yesterday, conservatives on Twitter pointed out the option over the weekend of June 1st to 2nd. I'm glad people are kind of on top of this stuff. But it is kind of worrisome that uh, they're they're slowly kind of pushing this, which is crazy. Um, oh, it's funny because one of the people watching the live stream, their, their handle is called who the fuck cares. So I didn't realize that. And then I read it as someone commented who the fuck cares. Oh my God. Wow. And I was like, Hey man, come on. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> this is actually kind of funny. So with that poll I did of the gay logos, someone said there are a few companies that can do it like Tumblr. Tumblr is the gayest platform I know, but everyone else who's just trying to make money of it, they suck. That's kind of funny because Tumblr is really gay. I guess if you're a gay company, you've always been a gay company, Company, yeah, go for it, whatever. But every single company for a whole month, that is overkill. That is crazy to me. I, I still, I can't imagine people really buy into it. You know what? Hey, guys, remind me that whenever I have a gay guest on, because eventually I'm going to start bringing on guests more, um, remind me to ask them about this because I will forget. June is the gayest month ever because of this. Um, and yeah, I think uh, I think I covered it. I think I covered the whole gay thing. I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> and and it's funny because I had actually I did get some questions from people about Gay Pride Month. And what do I think about it? Well, now you know. I hate it. I don't hate gay people. I'm friends with many of them. But I hate this weird culture that's coming out. Um, another thing I wanted to mention, because I wanted to mention this last week, and I it's just kind of funny. The the whole besides the 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 companies pushing this, corporate media pushes this sort of thing too. Corporate media will push the gay agenda the, the gay Pride Month movement and all that because um Again, it makes them look good and feel good and all that, and they need all the help they can get. And the reason I'm bringing up the corporate media is because it's it, it, um, a week ago I wanted to mention the 
the fast tag, remember, it's already not news anymore, but it's so easy to trick the, the mainstream media. It, and it's really funny that they buy into all this stuff. So for those of you that don't know, the fast tag and CNN reported the fast tag new alt-right hate symbol. And I'm showing my, um, my people here on the live stream. So basically the fast tag, the people on I think 4chan or 8chan or something, they convinced the mainstream media that the hashtag symbol, which is like this, is actually now being used from for, for from hate groups and it, it, it creates two H's for Hail Hitler. <laughs> it's so funny and stupid. And the mainstream media buys this stuff. And the okay symbol where if you make the okay symbol with your hand it uh people like three years ago convinced the mainstream media that the okay symbol is a hate symbol because it it it, it with it makes the a white a w and a p with your hand and it, it stands for white power now the reason i know that's a hoax also is because my two friends i'm not going to say their names but they actually made that up two or three years ago they made it up as a joke to see if it will catch on. And overnight, literally overnight, it caught on. I I, uh, I know them personally. I hung out with one of the, the, the kids last night. And he, he made it up. And to this day, people believe that the OK symbol with your hand is a white power symbol, which is hilarious. But also it's crazy because people are getting banned from social media for it. Um, people are getting fired for it. The MLB uh, about a month ago had some guy. So one of the sports reporters was um, in the stands and someone in the back did the OK symbol with their hand. And the MLB blurred out the hand because of that. It's people trolling. People trolling have become symbols of hate. And going back to Gen Z and why none of this will work in three or four years. Gen Z loves this stuff. They think it's hilarious. And um, they're not going to be silenced. And all these companies like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, they're going to they're gonna double down and they're going to ban them more people. And then they're going to be screwed. They're not going to know what to do. They're not going to know how to get those people back. And they're going to have to open up their platforms again. But Gen Z doesn't buy this stuff. And look, I'm a Jew. My grandparents survived the Holocaust and escaped Nazis. And I've had extended family killed by them. But I think all this stuff with the Nazis and, and, and the symbols and all that, I, I think it's hilarious. I think it's so funny. I'm enamored with trolling. I think trolling is punk rock. I think it's, it's the way to fight back uh, the these disingenuous movements and we know when people are lying to us and we know when people are um disingenuous and 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 uh it just doesn't work anymore it won't work so you know there we go guys i have doubled my viewers on youtube last week i had two this week i have four live view this is crazy you guys oh my god i am so thankful i am hashtag blessed i you can't use hashtag anymore that's hell hitler damn it i am so 
blessed you can't just say you can't just say blessed oh, i have five i have five you guys wow oh you know what i'm gonna pack it up i'm gonna call this a win and i'm ending the podcast now i'm not getting to the things the 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 questions people sent me because you know you gotta know when to uh you gotta just know when to see a win and you don't want to exploit the win you got to learn when to walk away. It's like when you make a good joke and when you just walk away after and you don't ruin your perfect joke with something bad. Oh, by the way, um, I kind of see this whole gay month pride, whatever, as it's the same thing as the whole fat movement. We're all pretending. We're all pretending. I can't imagine a father taking his son to story time with trans or... or, or <laughs> Or <laughs> um, what's it called? Drag, drag people. I can't imagine that father deep down thinking, "Man, this is great. I'm exposing my four-year-old to this." He's gonna know subconsciously something is very, very wrong. And it's like this whole fat movement. We know they're not beautiful like that. Obese. I mean, unhealthy. It's just unhealthy and crazy. I have six people in here. I'm gonna keep going, guys. I'm gonna keep going. And, um, but we're all pretending, we're all just pretending like, oh, fat's beautiful, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not true. And, um, it's, it's, some people have called this clown world and I think it's true. We're just ignoring reality. We're ignoring reality for, to just play into this narrative that everyone's beautiful. And there's no such thing as being unhealthy when you're fat, as long as you're okay with your, the skin you're in. And those people are fooling themselves too. They're miserable. You know how I know? If I don't work out, if I take two days in a row off, I feel depressed and sad and worthless. And um, imagine if you were fat and you never worked out or never moved or never took a walk. And you just ate, not only that, but on top of that, you just ate like garbage. I don't know why I made that sound, but um, I think it surmises the whole thingy. <laughs> I'm going to make thingy. I'm going to make the word thingy a smart word. I'm going to say some really smart things. And then I'm going to end it with thingy. And uh, yeah, no, that's being lazy. That's just being lazy, Sadwater. Don't do that. Don't be like them. Um, by the way, do you guys know that girl Soph? Sophie or Soph? She's 14 years old. I probably have mentioned her before. And um, she has like 2 million followers on YouTube. And she is... she ha- Everything I'm talking about, not only does she hate, but she is so smart. Her name is... On Twitter, she's Sewer Nugget. Oh, no. Wait. Oh, I'm back. Am I back on the stream? My internet died for a second. She's Sewer Nugget on um, Twitter. She has 130,000 followers on Twitter. And she's hilarious. Uh, But I'm not even as smart as her now. I'm 32 and she's 14. Someone po- I want to I want to pull it up, but someone posted a really funny video of her. Sewer. 
bear with me, guys. Let me see if I can find this. She did something about global warming. Someone, someone DM it to me. Yeah, are you? Ta I am talking about Soph. She's hilarious. Um, videos. Where the heck is she? Whatever. You guys know what I'm talking about. She's really, really smart. And I will never be as smart as her. But. eager to teach butt stuff to toddlers who just learned how to piss without doing a drive-by on the toilet seat. Not too long ago, there was a sexually explicit exhibition at a Brazilian museum of modern art that children were allowed to attend. There was a vocal group of people who saw nothing wrong with it at all. Weirdly enough, those same people... All right, sh so some people in the comments are saying she's scripted. I don't care. <laughs> she's funny. And um, if she's scripted... I I don't think it's her parents pushing this. I think I think her parents would probably be worried. Whatever. She's smart. This is her. This is her. I, I, I People have been saying... Uh, so someone said her writer is good. I still think it's her. Whatever. Um, she, supposedly, she's been doing this for the past three or four years. I think she's funny. I think she's smart. Um... When I was that age, I didn't I didn't even think about this stuff. All right, let's get to the questions. You kind of get my point. Gay History Month is no more, and Sadwater canceled it. We live in cancel culture. Sadwater canceled it. Have you ever been bullied? Are there any significant instances you remember? How have those instances helped you grow as a person? Um, I think I have in in elementary school. And you just gotta, you gotta roll with the punches. Um, I don't remember really stories with me, but I remember this one kid that was in my grade. He, um, sorry, taking off. I was wearing a hat. Um, this one kid in my grade, he's he's a he's a billionaire, legit billionaire. Not only that, but he married into another billionaire family, and and his his parents are bankers. Like they they control. They control things. And, um, I mean, people complain about politicians, whatever. No, 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 the bankers, whatever. Back to the bullying story. We were, out, we were on a field trip, and my little brother, who's three years younger, he also, his, his class also went on this field trip. And I think, oh, yeah, if I remember correctly, so this kid who was in my grade, the billionaire kid, he, he pulled down my brother's pants, and then my brother, my little brother, punched him in the face and this is if i remember correctly but i know that my brother fought back and punched him in the face and ever since then that kid was very nice to us and um and if i remember correctly also one of my older brothers called him up and threatened him and then um and then and then he was just nice and uh the funny thing is is that nowadays when people deal with bullies they uh immediately tell their parents and the parents talk to their parents and that doesn't solve anything the bully is going to resent you more what happens with bullying is you have to solve that problem on your own whether it's with you and your friends or you and your brother or you and your sister or whatever 
you solve that on your own and then you gain respect from the bully and then you know how to move forward in life and solve your problems because you're going to it's going to just get worse and worse and worse when you're older. And I'm not saying when you have an office job you're going to have a bully uh but but people do push you around and people do one up each other and 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 competition can be brutal and if you don't learn those skills when you're a kid you're going to be in big trouble when you're older. And uh, that's why this whole anti-bullying movement is BS. And that's why helicopter parenting is BS. And that's why the whole everyone is special movement is BS. No one is special. You have to earn that the same way you have to earn everything else. And uh, you, it's like earning respect. It's like if when you go into prison, you uh, when you go into prison, they basically say, like, keep your head down. Don't talk to anyone and fight someone. Or else, or else uh, you're going to have a bad time in prison. You're not going to have a good time to begin with. But it will be rough. And um, that's why you kind of have to get punched in the face once in a while. But yeah, my little brother stuck up for himself. And, and it, that was that's the thing I can remember. And it was really funny. Um, and true. But, but that sort of thing, like the anti-bullying movement. You're basically anti-science if you're for anti-bullying. Because it's part of human biology to act that way when you see someone weaker you're going to exploit him and that's the sort of thing too it's not one-sided everyone has bullied someone everyone everyone i mean i i can imagine even in the dungeons and dragons of nerds there's the weakling in the group where people shit on them and make fun of them and this is another thing too that's getting killed because of toxic masculinity or whatever bs because that's another B. Every pretty much everything that is being pushed on you is just think the op the opposite's true. But the the the, the thing that's also being destroyed because of toxic masculinity and l- what I've noticed with lesbian friends or lesbians in general or um pe- people who are weak, what they don't realize is that the way that guys bond with each other and interact with each other is we crap on each other, we make fun of each other, we call each other gay. And uh, and the F word, not fuck, but the other one. And and we do that in jest. We do that to kind of build a relationship, a bond with them. I mean, I have ice hockey tonight, and it's a late game. It's a ten fifteen game, and everyone at that time in the locker room is so low energy, and I come in like a wrecking ball, and I just i'm so loud in there and i rip on everyone i give nicknames to certain people on my team and i make fun of how they look and uh they rip on me too and and you basically if you dish it you have to be able to take it and and i do and what that does is you're not so sensitive anymore and also i hype up the team and i wake them up and it's important but but that sort of that sort of um tradition and how men act, that's all being destroyed. You can't act that way. You can't hurt people's feelings. You can't um, say mean things because it's mean. Mean things are bad. No, that's not true. Mean things are good. Bullying is good. A lot of things that are bad are good. There's The unintended consequences by banning things that are perceived as bad are worse than the bad things to begin with. And that's something to remember. Uh... All right, so this is a long one that I was supposed to answer last week, and I forgot. Someone wrote to me, I have a dog. I did. I, I decided to get him his very first puppy chino, a cup of whipped cream, I guess, for dogs in Starbucks. Is this a sad 
<laughs> is this a sad thing? On a related note, whilst doing so, I had a conversation with somebody who claimed to be a dog mom. And I don't know why, but I, I'd like to hear your thoughts on benefits slash disadvantages of people put, put on themselves when they decide to get a dog over having a kid first, vice versa. All right. Um, I'm surrounded by people like this in Los Angeles. And I think about this all the time, especially because I'm a little bit older and I don't hate the idea of having a family. I think it's a great thing. But when I was, when I was younger, when I was your age, I, uh, I can't, it's not, it's not that I hated it and I have a really good upbringing and I love my, my family and my parents and my parents are still together, but it's something that you do not think about when you're in your twenties, but uh, especially as a guy, but when you're older, you kind of start revering the idea of family and the idea of having children and the benefits of it. And, and, and you start asking yourself, what's the point of learning everything and, and being better and smarter the older you get? Because also the older you get, you, the more you start breaking down and then eventually you die. Who are you going to pass it on to? What's the point of everything? What's the meaning of life? Well, the, well, the meaning of life, besides um, feeling like a complete person by accomplishing certain things and, and gaining skills and being good at it, is by passing along, passing those skills and, and everything you've learned to someone else, the updated version of you, the software update version of you, the better version of you, because that's what your goal is, is to have a kid and make it the better version of you. And then also to not die alone when you're old. You can't do that with dogs. And the thing is, is that I love dogs and we evolved with dogs. That's why uh, that's why they love us. And it's it's this never-ending love that they have for us. The thing is, is that dogs die and they don't grow up. So you have a kid that doesn't grow up and will die when he's 9 or 10 or 11. And then you have to start over. The best reason to get a dog is when you have kids and you want to teach them about death. You kind of lie to them a little bit and you say the dog went to a farm. But... Also, it's to learn about responsibilities and to make your ha- your family a little bit more whole. And I don't know. I mean, the idea of having a dog is very appealing when you have kids. But uh, my dog, I had two bulldogs and they both died in the span of a year and a half recently. And uh, I'm not getting a dog. I love bulldogs. I, on the explore section on my Instagram account, it's literally uh, hockey clips or bulldogs or English bulldogs. And, and I'll, I'll spend... 30 minutes sometimes just looking at bulldog videos and they're hilarious and they bring me joy but why would I waste my time right now getting a dog when I should be focused on more important things like eventually making a baby in someone and then making them take care of it because I'm the man all right I am the man and the woman has to take care of the kid okay Sadwater you're sexist I'm not disagreeing with you um. Oh, by the way, the one thing I wanted to mention before with, um, okay, back to the Puppuccino thing. Stop doing that. Enough with that. Your dog is a dog. Don't take it to Starbucks and don't spend money on a Puppuccino and it's just whipped cream. Buy a thing of whipped cream and bring it home and, you know, you'll save money. But whatever, don't do that. Stop doing that. You're not a dog mom. You didn't birth the dog and you're, you didn't adopt a dog. You just got a dog. Stop saying you adopted or you, you rescued a dog. No, you didn't. You got a dog. You're not a hero. A firefighter is a hero sometimes. Most of the time they're just lazy and and hanging out with each other and making food for each other and being bros and going to the gym together. But other than that, 
they're, uh, you know, sometimes heroes, like cops, I guess, or people in the military. You rescued a dog, you're not a hero, okay? God. Oh, okay, so back to what I was going to say before, back to the gay thing, the gay pride month, whatever thing. Um, Asexuals, you're not a thing, okay? You're lazy gay people. That's all you are. Asexuals are lazy gay people. And uh, someone I follow I also uh, wrote something in a group chat earlier. He said something. What did he say? He said, asexuals are people when they're old and they don't have sex anymore. And you just hang out with someone you love. So uh, stop being an asexual now. You're going to be one when you're older. Stop being la- a lazy gay person. Uh, it's not a thing. And the reason I bring that up is because Budweiser. Did I take a screenshot of this? Damn it, I didn't. But Budweiser in the UK... They made uh, all kinds of different bottles. They made a bottle for asexuals. And then within the asexual community, they uh, have different degrees of asexuality. For those of you that don't know, is asexuals don't have sex. Are you? Do you really need to pr- be protected? I don't walk down the street and, and you know, sometimes I've, when I see someone jogging, in my head I go, man, that gay guy is gay. And not in a hateful way. It's just he's running very gaily. Some people just have this gay, you know, vibe. And that's fine. You can't hide from it. If that's if that's just how you are, you're gay. You're, you, or, or sometimes, like, uh, you'll see a kid and you'll be like, man, that kid's going to grow up and he's going to be gay. There's just no way around. He's going to be gay. Um, But no one's like, man, look at that asexual over there. Let's get him. There's no such thing. You're not protected. Why are you protected? Why? Why? You're not in the totem pole of, of uh, protected classes. You shouldn't be there. <laughs> I understand the whole gay movement, like where the, the origins of it. I totally understand it. And I'm not hating on that. I'm hating. You know what? I'm hating on the corporatization aspect of it. But asexuals, really? Or bisexuals? You're just greedy. Pick one. Pick, pick one. I mean, you can't have both because we're out here. Us heterosexuals are out here and, and we're busting our ass trying to get get a girl or something or or girls get guys and you're out there just taking whoever that's not fair <laughs> you want to talk about equality that's not equal so uh budweiser made a thing for bisexuals and gay and queer and by the way i don't know the difference between queer and gay because the, you know they're the same thing but uh they just keep adding letters to it and that's okay it's whatever it's not we have to question things a little bit more. And the problem with people trying to um, censor people, one of my main problems with those people is that they are just not curious people. They don't question anything. They just take things as it's given to them. And it's bad. Because that's how, as a society, we can be tricked into going to war in Iraq. We just watched the TV. At that time, we watched the TV, and Colin Powell, he said, they have weapons of mass destruction. People were like, oh, okay. And as a result of that, close to a million people died. About over 5,000 troops, U.S. troops, and then a lot of civilians there. It's because we don't question things, and it's getting worse. When people just tell us to accept things as they are, when they add another letter to the acronym of LGBT whatever and we don't go wait why 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 or or when when they say we can't say a certain word no one ever goes why 
when all of a sudden you have to call black people people of color, I mean, that sounds more racist, but now we have to do it. No one ever goes, why? And who made that rule? Where was I in this vote? Um, no, let's question things a little bit more. Why do people block other people? Family members out because of money. That is my question. Uh, I think you kind of answered it. A lot of people get corrupted by money. What people don't understand about money and what I hate when people say money is the root of all evil. My response is no, evil is the root of all evil. You're You're an idiot. Money is a tool humans invented because before money, people were just trading with each other. I'll trade you my my thing of corn, my bushel of corn for your bags of sand. It's a horrible deal. Why would you need the bags of sand? Whatever. I'm not questioning it. But that's how things used to, people used to just barter. And money made everything easier. It made trade easier. It made, uh, you know, it's a tool. So... I get why people can block out other people because of money and all that. People get greedy and, and, and people rationalize things in their head a lot too. People kind of easily can easily paint someone else as evil. And, um, and it's scary that people can do that. And, and going back to, um, everything I just spoke about, someone can watch this podcast or listen to this podcast and say, Sadwater is a hateful person. Or Sadwater is a sexist, misogynist, a racist, a homophobe, or whatever. Because a lot of things I said could be taken out of context. And you know what? No one would question it. People would look at the th- the, the, the little clip taken out of context and immediately put me in the box of evil. And what I've realized over the past couple of years is that I don't care anymore. I do not care because would I rather be interesting to myself and look into these things and talk about it and share it with Because what's the point if I can't share it with people? I mean, that's what we do. Humans communicate with one another. That's We're social animals. If I can't express myself to you guys and share certain things, then what's the point? What's the point of anything? What's what's the point of being curious? What's the point of being interested in, in these sort of things? There's no point. I'm going to do it just for myself? That's, again, boring. It's like I'm going to have to have a, the same conversation with myself over and over. No, I'd like to have a conversation with people. And, um, you know, listen to people I don't agree with also. Uh, which brings to mind uh, my friend is going to be on Bill Maher, Bill Maher's show on Friday night. Bill Maher's a... Very, 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 very political lefty comedian. I wouldn't even really call him a comedian anymore, but he has his show on HBO. And uh, it's they do it live, and he brings on politicians. And really, it's turned into the I Hate Trump show. And my friend's going to be a guest on it on Friday night. And I, I, want, I had dinner with him a few nights ago, and I said, uh, you got to take me. I want to go. Because um, I actually have had another friend that did that show and he didn't invite me and I'm kind of shameless. Like if, if, if I have a friend that is having dinner with an interesting person or going on these sort of shows, I will say, invite me. I want to go. And he goes, ah, I already used my plus two. He's taking his boyfriend, which I understand. And then he's taking his podcast producer, which I guess I understand, but I'm hoping one of them drops out because I really want to go. It's going to be pretty interesting. 
Um, I answered that question, right? I don't know. Wow, this is going to be a long podcast because I really didn't get into all the questions yet. And we're 53 minutes in or 50 minutes in. Um, why are drugs considered such a negative thing in our society? All right. So I don't care about this is, again, how everything is backwards. I don't care about the, the drug war, uh, the drugs listed in the drug war. I think that they all should be legal. I think that they should be legal, heavily regulated and what what have you. The real drugs that we have to worry about are the pharmaceutical drugs, the psychotropic drugs. They're putting kids on drugs, you know, starting from uh, middle school or something, and it's become normalized. And then people start asking, hey, why are there more school shootings? Or why are there more depressed kids besides social media? You have to look at the, the deeper reason why. Because social media is f- newer than putting kids on these pharmaceuticals, but it's been getting worse and worse. Our country has a gun culture, and I don't think that that's the root of the problem. But the thing is, is that when you hear mainstream media and mainstream pundits talk about the gun control and common sense gun control, by the way, there's a ton of gun control. I know this because I've bought guns. And it's not like you can just go into a shop and buy a gun. A lot of these uh, uh, mainstream news outlets are are funded by the pharmaceutical companies that i mean look at the commercials it's mostly pharmaceuticals so if they start saying the root of the problem of all this depression besides social media is we're drugging whole generations of kids um you know they're going to lose hundreds of millions of dollars a year if they start telling the truth but they use the gun thing as you know the sim it's such an easy thing to hate it's such it, it, because it's a, they're scary looking. You know what they do. You know what they're capable of. Drugs are more abstract because the marketing for drugs is um, there. It's nice. They help you. They have some side effects, but they help you. And look, I'm not. Uh, a lot of drugs do help people. I'm talking about the pharmaceuticals, and a lot of people do need that stuff. But I would say more than half don't. And parents don't question, like, again, they're not curious. They don't question these things. They believe authoritative figures like doctors or politicians or media outlets. They, they, they believe these people. They trust these people. This is what I, again, what I love about Gen Z is they don't. They question things. Um, and they don't like being told what to do. But I understood this question, and I know what you're, you're asking me is, is, illegal drugs but the real question is why do people trust pharmaceuticals so much and it's because they're they're not curious they don't question and they are um you know conditioned to believe authoritative figures all right um okay so i uh, this one person i posted in my story about an hour ago um, and I'm going to show in the thing, this, uh, on the live stream. Go to my story and look at this. I'll read it to you. Basically, um, it's something I found on Twitter. Someone t- tweeted, uh, white people love these little sticks. I got coffee and body wash in, in this basket, and there's no one behind me. I made eye contact and rolled my eyes hard as fuck in her face. You know the little stick that you put in the conveyor belt when you're checking out in the Target or a supermarket? And it's to divide things. This person um, thought that white people are buying sticks. 
they didn't know what that was for. So someone DM'd me and said, yo, but imagine if a white person said this about a black person, they would get so much hate. Why is that why why is that it's that it's racist when some people say it, but not when others? Again, um a lot of people believe that you can't be racist towards white people. That is absolutely crazy. The definition of racism is hating a group of people for something that they can't change, their skin color. They can't change it. If you discriminately hate a group of people because of their skin color, hey, that's racism. But a lot of people are saying you can't be racist towards white people. Uh, they've enslaved people. They've colonized places. Hey, uh, idiot, humans have slaved people, enslaved people. I mean, do you know where the word slave comes from? From Slav. It's when the Slavs were enslaved. Slavic people from thousands of years ago. Um, it's a human trait, not not really uh, just for one group of people. It's something that's it's still going on today. So the United States banned slavery. Western, Western cultures have banned slavery. And it stems from Judeo-Christianity, where all, uh, all humans are created in God's image, blah, 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 equally. Um, that wasn't something that existed before. Um, Western cultures banned slavery, and it still exists in places like India and Pakistan and uh, Saudi Arabia. I mean, it, 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 I mean, Af- I think Africans are still enslaving Africans in Africa. It's not something that's gone. The, this is what's such BS about school is they'll teach you the truth, but not the whole truth. They'll teach you, yes, the, the slavery in the United States. And then you grow up thinking that's the only place that ever had slavery. And it's like, no, we were the first to ban it. We fought a war over it to ban it. Why did I talk about? Th- oh, yeah, because of that thing. <laughs> it's hypocritical. Uh, you, you, you. This this hatred towards a certain group of people because they're white is it should be unacceptable. But the fact that it's not means that something is severely wrong. OK, next question. Let's let's blast through these, you guys. Let's blast through these. I can't hold your attention for so long. Is it bad to be okay with the meaningless of life? No, it is bad. Is it bad to be okay with... That's just your perception of reality. I think that when you're younger, you're more nihilistic, and you per, you, you think that every, there's no meaning to life. It's because you don't really have responsibilities. When you have more responsibilities you start believing that, you know, there's meaning to it because you have to bring meaning into your own life. Uh, Topic, porn. I've talked about this before. I think it's bad. I think it desensitizes you. It it, it creates... Porn is a parody of sex. Porn is... it's, It's a fake version of what sex is. So when you start watching that and... You think that th- that's the idea. That's your idea of what sex is. You're fooling yourself. That's it's a lie. And then it kind of you kind of avoid real re- relationships if if you really start making that a big part of your life. And it can be dangerous, like anything. I mean, an addiction to anything can be bad. And that is something people are really addicted to. And I think that in moderation, it's maybe okay. But I'd kind of stay away from it. Kind of like internet thoughts. Stay away from them. 
Um, hit on people in real life. Do that. Oh, and the thing is, is that porn used to be, back in my day, when we had dial-up internet, uh, you porn was harder to come by. So when you found it in real life, or when you were watching TV and there was softcore porn, and uh, you you kind of you kind of hit the jackpot in a weird way. You 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 cherished it more. You appreciated the mission more. It was a more of a hunt, like getting a relationship. You know, finding someone to be in a relationship with and going on dates—that's hunting. So porn in that age, it, it was better because it was it was rarer. And uh, you know, now it's just. You can watch it on your phone. That's a weird sentence to say. Imagine going back in time and be like, you can watch porn on your phone. People will be like, what the hell are you talking about, you crazy person? I hate myself, and you can't do anything about it. You're right. Also, I don't care. I don't care if you hate yourself. That's all on you. Relationships. Okay, so this girl who is obsessed with me, <laughs> this is a sad water follower who has been DMing me. Uh, she's in high school, I think. I'm 32. Stay away from me. I just, I, I, I won't respond. It's nothing like severely inappropriate, and I think she's just trolling. And then she'll comment stuff on, on posts. But I'll just put, I'll just write back with a sticker or something. You know how you can just write back with a sticker? That's that's what I do. Um, but she's asking about relationships. And then other people in here asked about um, high school relationships and middle school ones. Like, uh, is it rude to decline a date or invite to school dance? Uh, to school dance, marrying someone straight out of high school. This is all the same person. Learning a skill just to impress someone. Dating in middle school. Um, I think that marrying out of high school is is rare, um, and I think it's because people kind of know that they need to grow a little bit more um all that stuff about dating in high school and all that that is practice just you have to look at it as practice and uh don't be worried if you don't have a a boyfriend or girlfriend in high school um just be a kid and focus on that but it's not important i think it's it's like anything else it's just look at look at it as practice and that's it um how do I stop feeling bad for not being gay during Pride Month? You know what? That's I know we just spoke about this for a whole 30 or 40 minutes, but um you got to just keep repenting for being straight and you got to ask for forgiveness. Go to the New Year's Gay Pride Parade and ask for forgiveness, you know? It's it's a scary time to be straight and you got to you got to ask for forgiveness. It's super important. And hopefully one day people will accept your apology and accept you for who you are a straight probably white i think female no you're a male i zoomed in on your picture so that's even worse why does everyone have to make everything about politics i agree with you although i am interested in it i've spoken about the fact that most people shouldn't be involved most people shouldn't pay attention to it most people aren't smart enough to pay attention to it and um it's made everything pretty uninteresting when you watch, like I like I said, I watched the movie Booksmart, and twenty seconds in, boom, politics, right away, right away. 
And it's like, compare Booksmart to Superbad. Superbad has zero politics in it, and it still holds up as one of the greatest comedies in the last 15 years or 20 years. And um, you're just, it's just, it's, your whole life shouldn't be politics. And if that's all you can talk about, again, you're not a curious person. You're an uninteresting person. And, um, Oh, I got a alert that I have to start the podcast and live stream. I'll get on that. Thank you, Calendar. But you get my point. Next question. The government's lies. Uh, everyone lies. I used to be obsessed with conspiracies and government, the government lying to us and spying on us and whatever. And what I didn't realize is Google's going to be worse because Google wasn't such a big deal at that time. Or Facebook, which didn't exist at that time. Um... And those are the people who really track your every every movement and they know everything you buy and they know where you are. And um, the government lies because humans lie. Any institution will lie to you. The thing about the government is they can put you in jail. So they can lie and you can't. If you lie, you go to jail. If they lie, it's just business as usual. Um, So if you want to ask a specific question with regards to the government's lies, like a, a particular lie that they've made, Ask me and I'll answer what I think. But um, yeah. Um, so I got one from Grant Dunks. Dunks? Duncan or whatever. I don't know. Um, he says, Brie Larson is bad. Also, what has your favorite meme been of 2019 and why? Um, I've been posting a video and it was part of my sad advice on Sadwater, at Sadwater on Instagram. Uh, where the lady fell off the cliff, which wasn't a cliff. And I, I don't know if you'd consider that a meme, but I will. And I think it's the funniest thing so far of the year. The overreaction of the husband, the fact that they said it's a cliff and she almost died when it was seven feet. She didn't almost die. And the fact that they taught us the lesson that you have to live every day as if it was your last. I've never heard that before. Very original. Very interesting. Thank you, family, who films the best day ever and posts that video all day, every day, or once a week on YouTube and needs our constant attention, and their marriage would be in shambles if they didn't have that. I like that one. Also, Brie Larson is bad. I, I think you're mentioning her. Have I, I feel like I've maybe mentioned that I, I used to know her. I mean, I still do, but I haven't spoken to her since she won an Oscar. I agree. I agree Brie Larson is bad. She is annoying. She she is corporate culture. She is woke corporate culture. And if you would put it into a person, that is Brie Larson. She will promote a movie and say, this movie is not for white males. It's for everyone else that ha- is voiceless. Who's voiceless? No one in this country is voiceless. Hey, I have a voice. I'm on YouTube right now. Not very many people are watching, but that's okay. No one is oppressing me. Um, we forget how good we have it in this country. Go anywhere else in the world. And then people are like, yeah, but this country, it could be better. And it's like, sure, it could be better. But um, no one is really silencing you. No one is throwing you in jail for your beliefs. And um, you're free to say and do whatever you, you want. As long as you don't really hurt anyone else. Yeah, I agree. She has become... The word is insufferable. 
she is disingenuous and insufferable. Someone said, uh, Sadwater, you're a small business. You're oppressed. Let's make a Sadwater month or a water month. I agree. That's one thing we don't really, as a society, we don't really talk about water anymore. You know, I think we're made up of 70% water. Most of the world is water. We evolved from water. We we we, we used to be fish. <laughs> and um, we needed to be talking about water more because water, as I take a sip, is oppressed. And we need to kill trees. The same person said we need to kill trees. Um, next questions. Uh, people who use material things like cars and clothing to mask insecurities. Um, a lot of a lot of people my age and and older do it, and I think it's a it's become that it's it's become that kind of problem with people my age and older because uh, divorce divorces have kind of gone up since it's been okay because of the free love movement in the 60s ever since then it's just been acceptable like like yeah we'll get married and and if we get divorced we get divorced and if we have kids and they have two homes it's totally fine and we have to split the income totally fine not a big deal doesn't hurt the kids not true and when when dudes i think it's i mean look women are also materialistic i mean humans are materialistic let's just put it at that but Basically, um, I've noticed it a lot with dudes my age where uh, they start dressing the same way they were in their 20s or teens. And it's really gaudy and really flashy. And that behavior is normal when you're a teenager or in your 20s because you don't know who you are yet, really. And you're trying to stand out. And you're you're basically, um, is the correct word LARPing? You're or peacocking or whatever it is and you just need the attention of the opposite sex so you're you're just showing your worth in brands you're you're showing them uh that you can afford certain things and and all that but the older you get the less important it is um i pretty much have the same wardrobe as i have had for the past let's just say five years and 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 it's become more of a uniform and and very minimalistic and teenager me would be appalled um but the older you get the more minimalistic you become if you're normal i mean if if you're and i'm not saying to be normal but i'm saying if you if it's harder to persuade you into caring about certain things then yeah but um people who use those things like cars and clothing and all that it's yeah it is to mask insecurities but when you're younger you're insecure you are in 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 the in the reason you're more outgoing when you're 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 younger it's because you're insecure you don't have a it's harder for you to say no to certain things and you feel like you have to be more out you are more outgoing when you're younger and you're trying new things all the time because you don't know what you like so yeah, the older you get, the fewer things you'll be into because you'll know exactly what you like and you become a little bit more minimalistic. How will time change us and what is your idea on what the future will be like? Oh, God. I don't know. All I can tell you is that all this progression of technology is moving way quicker. 
and we think the last 15 years have have been moving fast imagine what the next 5 years will be and and it will th- that time span will shrink so things that took 15 years to progress will be a month and then it'll be a week and then it'll be a day and then it'll just be out of our hands and it'll be ai so you know um we oh no i skipped a page did i no i didn't I'm on the last page of questions. <laughs> Someone said, global warming and do another live stream on YouTube. Hey, I am doing a live stream on YouTube. So thanks for that advice. You don't need to tell me what to do and I'm already going to do it. Now, as for global warming, I think it's Sadcast episode 41 or 42 where I have a whole opening rant about it. Go listen to that. I told some girl I met to listen to to the Sadcast and, and she cut me off because she didn't agree. Outrage culture. It be like that sometimes, guy. But you know what? I I always look at that as a blessing in disguise. When someone cuts you off for your beliefs and 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 punishes you for wrong think, it, it it's best that if they can't handle your belief and they can't separate you from from your ideology, then that is sad, and it's probably best not to hang out with that kind of person. The best is either someone who's apolitical, doesn't pay attention to politics, and doesn't care, and you can just hang out and have fun, or someone who is like, yeah, you're a human being. You're going to think differently than I am because we're all complex, and, you know. So I think that, that you dodged the bullet, and that's good. Last two questions of Sadcast episode 47, guys. Thanks. What's the funniest thing to ever happen to you? I don't know because I don't remember. But when funny things happen to you, it's usually embarrassing things and then you block it out of memory. So I don't know. Actually, I do know. I know that nothing embarrassing has ever happened to me because i'm perfect and nothing ever bad happens to me and i don't get embarrassed nothing embarrasses me it's i'm fine i'm fine and the last question which i don't have to answer because it was my whole opening rant pride month as a topic i beat you to it i did it that you already listened to it and now you're smarter for doing so Thanks for listening to Sadcast episode 47. I am Sadwater. I love you. Here's a song now if you're listening to it on the podcast. If you're doing the live stream, there's no song. This is it. It's done. <laughs>